As we prepare for Lent, which begins on Wednesday, we begin a new message series called Seriously, God? Making sense out of life, not making sense. Today's topic deals with the seeing leading the blind. When life doesn't make sense, we may become angry at God or blame God for the trials of life. We don't understand how a good God can let bad things happen. We can feel betrayed by God and hurt by the adverse circumstances of life. Some people, unfortunately, get so angry with God they walk away from church, faith, or anything related to religion. Perhaps you know some people like that. Through this series, we'll examine these thorny issues which hinder our faith and trust in God. We will see that we are not the first ones to struggle with disappointment in God. The heroes of the Bible felt many of the same frustrations with God. They experienced dissonance between a good God and their life's circumstances. For those of you who are back in church for the first time in a long time, maybe you strayed away precisely because of some of the issues that we will address in this series. Maybe you grew up in church. You heard about the rules. Maybe it seemed like God only said no or you can't do that. You know, like... Thou shalt not park in the pastor's parking space. Something like that. God seemed to be the great cosmic cop in the sky. As an adult, perhaps you thought, who needs that? Consequently, the first chance you had, you got as far away from church and God as you could. Or maybe you didn't grow up in church. All you've heard is what the church is against. So you assume God too must be against everything. Or maybe you gave up because he let you down. Maybe you gave up on God because you felt like he let you down. You needed help. You prayed. You asked for help. And it seemed like God didn't help. Maybe you feel disappointed with God because you look at leaders, political leaders, church leaders, or your homeowners association, and you think, seriously, God? You allow those people to be in charge? Or maybe you ask, can there be a good God with all the suffering in the world? You look at poverty, illness, homelessness, injustice, and ask, how is this possible? How is it possible to believe in a God who is both all good and all powerful? And lastly, there is the very sensitive issue of death, especially people who die too young. How can God allow that? If one or a few of these issues has driven you away from church or faith, you chose the perfect weekend and the perfect series to join us. These are issues with how we see God, issues which require thought and reflection. The next six weeks, we will address these issues. We won't be able to answer every question, but we will see the Bible is not afraid to raise these challenging issues. This series will help you feel good about faith in God while living in our chaotic, perhaps seemingly hopeless world. There are three foundational principles as well to keep in mind as we go through this series. First, it makes sense that God does not always makes sense. You see, if God is all-wise, 
all-knowing, and we are limited to our wisdom and knowledge, it makes sense that we don't always understand God's ways of doing things. He understands all of the intricacies of how life works in a way that we can never completely and fully comprehend. All time and space is present to God. We see life through a rather narrow window of time and space. He sees all of history, how it's laid out. We benefit from seeing what has come before us by understanding history, but we don't know what's coming in 10 years, 50 years, or 100 years. God does. God sees all of time and history. A God who thinks like you think, who always makes sense to you, would not be God. He would merely be a reflection of you. It's not a surprise that God does not always make sense to us. It makes sense that we need to deal with the disparity between what we would do if we were God and how God chooses to manage and run the world. So that's the first thing. Secondly, when God does not make sense, we can get to know Him better. While we cannot come to understand everything about God, we can grow to know his ways and thoughts, for he has revealed them to us. Catholicism is not a religion. It's much more than that, significantly more profound than that. Catholicism is a revelation, a revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. This revelation makes Catholicism true and profound. God first revealed himself to the Jewish people. That's why we call ourselves Judeo-Christians. Over centuries, he instructed the Jewish people about himself. He taught them through the law and the prophets what he valued and how he wanted them to act. God then revealed himself to us by sending his son into the world. Jesus, the son of God, came to earth to show us God by literally being God, by being love in action. He cleared up the misconception that God is always angry at us by presenting him as a loving father in the parable of the prodigal son. He cleared up the misconception that God only loves certain types of people by telling the parable of the good Samaritan. He cleared up the misconception that God demands us to be perfect all the time by dying on the cross for us. We would not know any of this if God did not reveal it to us. Today, we hear the ultimate revelation of God, our Lord Jesus Christ, ask in the gospel, can a blind person guide a blind person? Won't both fall into the pit? He's saying, if you follow someone who does not know the truth about God, you will fall into a pit meaning you will fall into misconceptions about God. You know how it is. Somebody always influences your views about God or whether God exists. Jesus invites us to follow him and learn from him. This does not mean, though, that we check our brains at the door. God gives us beautiful minds, beautiful minds to reflect on his word and his teaching. He invites us to ponder, to think, and reflect on Jesus' revelation, so we will better come to know God's thoughts and God's ways. 
You may have been turned off by Christianity at some point because amid a senseless situation, a Christian just sort of threw up their hands and says, well, God just works in mysterious ways. While true, that does not mean we should give up trying to understand God. Think about the word theology. The word theology literally means study of God. We study God through our faith seeking understanding. Theology then is faith seeking understanding by reflecting on what God has revealed to us through the Bible and the church. If you have faith in God and seek to understand him, you are a type of theologian. When we encounter an issue that doesn't make sense, we have the incredible opportunity to lean into our lack of understanding and work to understand more of God's revelation. I encourage you, try not to get frustrated, for our lack of understanding is your personal invitation. Our lack of understanding is your invitation to better know the mind and heart of God. When we say lean into God, we're talking about leaning into and toward instead of pulling away from and just saying, ah, I don't understand any of this. This can't be fooey or whatever your expression may be. Lean in, listen, ponder, think, reflect. Through the Bible, God reveals his heart through prayer the sacraments of the church, and a loving relationship with the Lord, we will better understand God's heart. So lean in. Third, there's a difference between God not making sense and life not making sense. So we encourage you, don't confuse life not making sense with God not making sense. This is what we mean by that. Sometimes life just doesn't make sense. Remember, not everything happening in our life or on this planet is God's will. After all, every time we pray the Lord's Prayer, we're praying, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray for God's will to be done because it isn't always done. The world, then, is not currently as God wants it or wills it. He's working on it, but there are forces of evil opposing God. Nature itself has been broken and acts in ways that cause destruction and chaos not aligned with God's will. Furthermore, some people do bad things because they choose to do bad things. God can make all things work together, though. As Christians, we believe the power of God overcomes evil. What others intend for evil, God can use for good. After all, Perhaps the most evil act ever done was the crucifixion of Jesus. And Jesus uses the weight of evil against it. You might say he judos the devil. We believe God will use all things for good, for his purposes. But not everything happening on earth is what God wants. God will eventually have his way, but there are specific acts which break God's heart in the meantime. Perhaps some very well-meaning person has led you to a negative view of God. You know, you've seen something really terrible, horrible, horrific. And this person says, ah, it's God's will. You just have to accept it. And maybe you think, if that's God's will and what God wants, then I don't want anything to do with God. I don't blame you. You see, God doesn't want poverty. God doesn't want child abuse. 
drug addiction, homelessness, abuse of power, and on and on and on. He does not want it. However, God does allow it. You see, there's a difference between God's preferred will and God's permissive will. God's preferred will is what God prefers to happen, what he wants to happen, how he wants people to act. And yet God gives us the freedom to act contrary to what he wants. He permits us, that's his permissive will, he permits us to have free will. Because only with free will can we truly learn to love. Only when we're not forced, right, can we truly learn to love. So those are the three principles to keep in mind throughout our Lenten series. One, it makes sense that God doesn't always make sense. Two, Catholicism is a revelation. God reveals himself to us. Three, there's a difference between God not making sense and life not making sense. I'd like you to make one of two commitments. If you are new or if it's your first time in church for a long time, simply come back. Commit to come back. Come back and join us here at St. Mary's for this series. For those of you who attend regularly, you know someone who needs to hear this series. Invite them to join us. I'm sure you know somebody who's talked to you about these kinds of things before. How can there be a good God when so much evil happens in the world? Invite them to come. When God doesn't make sense, we seek to understand him. As we seek to understand him, we will find him and grow and grow and grow in our relationship with him.